everyone, we are Pop the Fuse and Fusion's Magazine's first podcast where we pop the fuse on topics everyone wants to hear more about. My name is Alion. Hey guys, it's Anna. Hey everyone, it's Sabrina. Woohoo! Have you guys ever noticed how some groups of people popularize a trend in the fashion and beauty world but then get completely discredited? Well, today we're going to be talking about beauty standards and we have a special guest today from the agency. Hello! Hi, my name is Shalyn Betts and I am currently a senior advertising and emerging media major. I am originally from Smyrna, Georgia and I'm currently the president of the agency. Thank you so much for having me. Yay, we're excited to have you. Ooh, you're from Smyrna? You're like know. so close. What the heck? <laughs> I'm about to be like, I am the oddball here, the only person not from Marietta, Cobb County. So that's yeah. cool. That's yeah, great. literally. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me feel better than I moved to Bolton County. I'm now in Alpharetta. So. Okay, can you explain what the agency does for those who don't know? Yeah, so the agency is a nonprofit, university based, and student led talent organization dedicated to affecting change in the modeling world via an active community and accomplished individuals. Essentially, we start partnering with local boutiques, makeup artists, hairstylists, and photographers from both the Athens and Atlanta area, and we provide crucial portfolio building opportunities to help train and book talent, host runway shows, negotiate contracts, expand networks, and generally just have fun with people who are interested in the modeling industry. Ooh, that sounds super fun. exciting. I know. I'm actually a part of the agency, so I already know the ins and outs of everything. But (laughs) for those who want to get involved in the agency, um, could you just expand a little bit more about castings and just your general experience in being in the agency? Yeah, sure. So usually we hold our castings once every semester during the second week of that semester. And essentially, you are going to perform a runway walk. We ask for a headshot, or we take your headshot, um, because of what has been going on right now. Uh, We have moved to Zoom interviews instead of in-person interviews, and Zoom um, slash digital applications instead of in-person applications. But essentially, we just want to get a feel for what your passions are in the fashion industry, what your goals would be, Um, any potential ideas that you have for shoots, and we want to be able to provide you with the tools in order to get involved in that area. I know for me specifically, I have actually been in the agency for all four years of my college life, so love that. Um, I was originally scouted by Chris Tossos and Eric Peterson, who were the previous presidents in 2017-2018, I believe. And I had applied to so many other modeling organizations um, and fashion organizations on campus, and I got like 10 rejection letters. So um, being able to be scouted and like have the opportunity to walk, my heel broke, and I still completed the walk, and they still let me in. (laughs) And just being able to move my way up um, from a regular member to PR chair to website builder to vice president to president has been a wonderful experience and i want to change it for the world i love the agency wow what's your um wow i love that for you that you've been in so far or like your favorite part about the agency um in terms of my favorite position i would have to say 
president just because <laughs> I really like being able to have so many people come to me with ideas and having the ability to execute them as much as I can. I'm just one person, so mm-hmm. obviously like I have failings and everything just like any other president, but I really like being mm-hmm. able to have that opportunity and that platform and, again, giving other people a voice for that. And in terms of my absolute favorite thing about the agency, it would have to be the people. I know how corny that sounds, but you really and truly realize how small the industry is when you start talking to creatives and what they want to do in the future, when you start talking to models and you make fun of how silly some of the poses look and everything when you actually get to try on clothes and you're like, oh my gosh, this looks so cool. The butterflies that you feel before you start doing a shoot, getting to know the photographers, like supporting each other in your journey to increase your professionalism. It's a beautiful thing. And some of the people that I've met, including, but not limited to Sabrina, are (laughs) absolute wonders in my life. And I would never be able to get that otherwise. Yeah, Sabrina's pretty great. I would totally relate to what you're saying as editor-in-chief, because just basically, like, president, too. Like, so many members are, like, so talented, and it's great when people come up to me or, like, just presidents in general with, like, so many ideas that we probably would have never thought of on our own. So I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, I just really want to quickly plug that um, Shaolin is one of the best presidents that I have had the opportunity to work with. Uh She is so, like on top of everything and really a perfectionist and I think the shoots this year for the agency has probably been the best. I haven't been in part of the agency for that long but everything like creative direction has just been amazing this year and it's amazing that I've had the opportunity to work with Shaolin. I appreciate you. Oh, love that. Love that. (laughs) Okay, so let's get into our topics of today which are beauty standards. So like I know um, both Sabrina and Shaolin have like an Asian and ethnic background. So like, have you guys noticed any difference between Eastern and Western beauty standards? Yes, I think that Eastern and Western beauty standards are extremely different. Um, so for what I've noticed for Eastern um, beauty standards, there is like a really strong emphasis in like being youthful mm-hmm. and, um, you know, being like... Um, paler, having, um, you know, big eyes, very, these days it's like very minimal makeup. It's usually like makeup is used to just accentuate your natural beauty. Whereas I feel like Western beauty, um, the makeup that is used is really like, it's a lot heavier, like strong brows, um, bold lips, um, you know, heavy contouring. Whereas like Asian beauty is very, it's a lot more simpler, but I think these days, um, with the crazy eye makeup trends that are really sweeping around the world right now, it is gradually changing, and there's a lot more Western influences. But what what do you think, Shelly? Uh, actually, going off of that, one of the biggest areas that I think is a stark contrast when it comes to Eastern and Western beauty standards is the makeup industry. As you said, like a lot of um, makeup usually that is produced by Eastern companies be that from India, um, from the Middle East, or from Southeast and Southwest Asia, are primarily focused on trying to accentuate the beauty that you already have 
and a lot of things when it comes to pigmentation are also significantly lighter. And as you said, like bleaching creams and lightening in photos is a very, very common practice because it's associated with like not having to work and therefore being upper class, mm -hmm. which honestly does not make any sense right now um, and is just exceedingly racist, um, especially mm -hmm. whenever we have foreigners who come and visit. And with the population of Western, sorry, popularization of Western beauty standards, again, just like wanting to have more curves is very, very popular in the West. Whereas in the East, they still really like the very thin, very lithe, dainty aesthetic. Mm, yeah. And one thing that I wanted to talk about was like the difference between cute and sexy emphasis. Because I know in Eastern mm. uh, cultures, they really like, as you said, the youth aspect of it. So they like being able to accentuate how young they are, how cute, how vibrant they are. Um, especially when it comes to K-pop and J-pop, those are far more popular because of the youth that they represent and the vigor that they represent. Whereas in the West, it's all about what you can do to essentially look hot or look sexy and i think that also has a big influence with hollywood and just again the power that media has and who is represented and who is not i totally see what you, what you mean too um i don't know that sabrina mentioned like being youthful is like really popular beauty standard in the east i started i feel like i'm starting to notice that's kind of like trickling into um western beauty standards especially with like the rise of um skincare and people just like ex um taking better care of their skin and like i don't know maybe it's because i like follow like skin influencers and whatever and like estheticians and stuff and like i know recently on twitter there was like somebody was like i look better than you at 34 she really did i don't know why she did that because she got dragged really bad and i was like <laughs> <laughs> so i feel like people are starting to like um just get into skincare more and like even like with makeup like I know you guys said that pigmentation is lighter and they just have like like I know BB creams and like skin tints are like popular over there in the east and brands are starting to like pick up on that now I know Fenty Beauty like just recently launched a um skin tint too so mm -hmm. I feel like it's trickling over here into like western beauty standards I think that's a really good point that you brought up Alion about how like um, these days, it's kind of like a switch how in Western beauty now, there's a heavier emphasis on um, taking care of your skin and just emphasizing the youthfulness of it. Because I, I don't know if it's just because TikTok, but <laughs> but it's just like there's so I see like, you know, I see Hiram everywhere now. And I see so many people like rave about certain beauty products rather than raving about, um, yeah, rather than raving about like makeup products yeah. now mm -hmm. so yeah and like i think makeup has also gotten a lot simpler because i remember in like yeah. 2016 everyone had the heavy mm -hmm. like heavy dark brows and like yes. heavy contour yeah. and like oh they had like the, the, the everyone had the anastasia um renaissance palette yeah, yeah the pomade <laughs> and they had like cut and crease era. and everything mm -hmm. yeah but now i realize i've seen that um Western makeup is a lot, you know, it's just like the cream blushes, yeah. um, the and, like, the yeah, liquid blushes. It's like the I think it's Glossier, like Glossier yeah, really 
really changed the makeup and skincare game. And also, I think that um, like Rare Beauty, Selena Gomez's brand, and like Fenty, they're like picking up on that stuff too because they've also released like cream and like liquid products. But you know what? I also think COVID has a lot to do with that switch in like the Western beauty um, mm. industry because people are wearing face masks and we're going out less, so there's not really a need to like put on that heavy makeup. And so a lot of people were like focusing more on like skincare and like natural finishes and stuff that's not gonna like transfer as much. I think that also, is true. Like, a big aspect of Eastern culture that has come into the West. Yes is again taking care of your skin before you put on makeup mm -hmm. because it gives mm -hmm. you a better foundation mm -hmm. and like with the whole trend of minimalism just trying to cut down on products that you use on makeup that you use on things that you have in your house i think that has also contributed a bit to it yeah i totally agree yeah i agree with that too i think also for I think what I've noticed with Eastern beauty, um, because I grew up obviously in Asian households, I think my family has always cared more about like taking care of, like my grandma hated that I put on makeup when I was in high school. Like she absolutely Same. hated the fact that I would be trying to cover up my quote unquote natural beauty. And she, like, every time I took out, like, my little foundation or, like, you know, a lip product or anything, she'd be like, back in my day, all we had to do was just put on, like, red lips or red, like, tint or whatever, and that was it. It's like, you're just, you know, wasting your skin and your youth and everything. But she would be perfectly fine if I purchased, like, 10 toners and I was applying that on my <laughs> face. So I think there is just, I don't know, I feel like maybe Eastern Beauty has been always had an emphasis on skincare and now with the whole you know popularization of asian culture and asian media you know k-beauty has been something that's been very popular now and that has also you know trickled into the western um skincare industry as well i think also just like the whole thing of like being natural quote unquote or like natural but not natural makeup and everything trends because i know like with my mom um i suffer from terrible acne and eczema as well everything so my skin pretty much hates me most of the time um and she would always say that i'm using too many chemicals and everything on my face mm. or that like you know yes. i can't wear like these really cool eyeliner looks and everything because she's like no it's too much it's too much um, or like if I end up having a pimple or something and everything, she's like, you're not drinking enough ginger tea. She's really into like remedial things and like natural things. And she's like, you should go get vitamin D. And I'm like, no, that gives me um, a bunch of skin um, issues because of my eczema. And she's like, no, you do not absorb enough sun. Go. <laughs> That's so interesting. Like there's like, I feel like I have a little bit of overlap with what you guys were saying. Like, I am from a black household, but, like, specifically Caribbean, so I don't know, like, how different, like, their beauty things are. I feel like they could be pretty similar to, like, other Western ones, but I don't know. Growing up, my mom also was not into me wearing makeup, and I also suffer from eczema and acne. So, like, my mom was okay with me doing, like, skincare and, like, foundation, but that and, like, a clear or sheer lip gloss, but that was pretty much it. And I remember we used to bicker so much because 
she would be like, well, this skincare product worked for me, so it should work for you. And I'm like, not necessarily. And it, mm-hmm. a lot of times it did. And I finally figured out a skincare routine. It took me, like, what, till I was, like, 19, 20 to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I finally made it. <laughs> <laughs> what then, what is it if you don't mind sharing it oh, i'm just girl, genuinely I curious could go on okay so i consume a lot of asian media and whatever and so like this youtuber she's not asian but she kind of like did stuff on like um k-beauty and stuff like that like a while ago she doesn't do her um content on that anymore but she partnered with this company called wish trend and um Oh, I love Wish Trends. Yeah, so I literally like, have so many Claire's products. I that's what I use, Sabrina. I use Claire's. And so this particular YouTuber, she partners with Wish Trend and they do bundles like twice a year of like skincare kits and so I use that. Mm-hmm. The YouTuber is Kenny JD in case you were like wondering. Her content is like awesome. Okay. Yeah. If you're going to purchase anything from Claire's, definitely get the Supple Preparation Facial yes, Toner. That is my favorite. Saved my skin, guys. It really did. Saved my skin. Also, sunscreen. Oh, yes. Yes, Sunscreen. Yes. Yes. I feel like, especially, um, I feel like a lot of black people feel like because we're, like, it's harder for us to get sunburned, I feel like. And they think that it it doesn't matter, but that's not the case. Okay, put your sunscreens on. Yeah. Yes. And it protects you from getting wrinkles in the future, sunspots, exactly. and everything. It's not just tanning yeah, or anything. Because like I was using this the clear stuff before I got, like started wearing sunscreen. I still don't wear it as regularly as I should. You're supposed to reapply, but I usually just put it on in the morning. But like yeah, no. once I start, <laughs> yeah. Like, Does anyone <laughs> reapply? Because <laughs> I know. <laughs> like um once i started using sunscreen like my hyperpigmentation cleared up a little bit and literally people would tell me my skin is glowing and i was like damn that's that spf coming through mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she said barrier mm-hmm. <laughs> yes yeah, skincare skin barrier um what so i had a project in one of my advertising classes where we had to like you know analyze um trends in the industry and i analyzed like skincare and specifically like sunscreen and i remember um you know asking you guys if you ever had like a sunscreen where it left like a white cast do you guys find that it's do you find that it's difficult to find skincare that you know um accommodates to your darker tone skin yeah that's why i like barely um, wore sunscreen like my mom she wasn't like pressing me about it but i did marching band in high school and she'd be like you need to wear sunscreen you're getting darker and i'm like well um i was still gonna get darker anyways but also i don't really care <laughs> about sunscreen <laughs> but um but right now i use black girl sunscreen which was like formulated specifically for darker skin so there is no cast because like i really i was not trying to like go through like spending money and trying out different brands just for them to leave a white cast um for me okay so i was a lifeguard over the summer and obviously i was in the sun a lot and that's kind of where i took like trying to find sunscreen a lot and I can't, I should have, I wish I would have had the bottle like in front of me. Cause I thought it said like, it's not going to like cause a cast, but like, it's always because the, like the folds of my arms on like the outside of them, because you know, like when the inside of your arm is mostly close to my body. So the outside of my arm is like darker. So I noticed that usually the cast would be on the darker sides of my arm than anything. I don't think it was as bad on the legs. Um, but and also notice a difference like when it, like the summer 
got like when I was in the sun even more so my skin was getting darker the cast was a little bit more evident than it would be like when I'm in the winter like my winter skin tone or uh beginning of the summer skin tone or before I started lifeguarding I followed these like estheticians on um, black estheticians on twitter and stuff and one of them is I think her handle is like makeup for women of color she's like really into like getting people onto sunscreen and she I think she coined like this rule called the two finger rule and a lot of companies would be like it's not going to leave a white cast but they're only doing like a pea drop of sunscreen so of course it's not going to leave a cast but then when you put the right amount of sunscreen it leaves a cast on like darker skin Mm, that's interesting i didn't know that they did that yeah wow question i know Mm -hmm. one of my friends justina we used to vacation together and she would always reach for like a spray bottle instead of the like lotion type do application methods also matter in terms of whether or not you get the cast uh i don't think so i don't know i don't think so i've tried to spray one before and I don't think it really worked for me. Like, I mean, I still think it was still a bit of a cast. I'm, it might not be as harsh as like the, like when you smear it on or like rub it in. I don't think it'd be as harsh, but I think there still might be a slight cast on the, with the spray too. Yeah, I feel like it's probably more so the amount than the method mm-hmm. in terms of being mm. cast. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Very quickly, what is everyone's top three skincare product that they have? definitely Mm. that toner you mentioned sabrina um i don't know if this counts but lip balm i'm like a lip balm fanatic um anything that leaves my lips soft and then um i also like this mandelic acid from claire's too it's a chemical Mm. exfoliator okay so me personally unfortunately i'm really not into like skincare stuff i was fortunate enough to really not have acne all my life so I really didn't oh, put you're as so much lucky. effort. I know, but no, like um, I like when I uh, got older, it did get a little like I feel like I am a victim of adult acne. It's again, it's still not as bad as some people. So I really didn't really get into it as much. I do have a spin brush, and I use Cetaphil, Cetaphil, or however oh, the just, heck you pronounce oh, it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah i use it a lot so honestly i'm like taking notes of all the things you guys are saying i'm like okay try claire's okay i need to look up this youtuber this dad and i need to follow that girl on twitter because it's getting a little bit out of control like pimples will pop up every now and then but like again when i was in high school middle school like none of that i never really had pimples or anything like that you know um a similar cleanser to set up i used to use that when i was younger but i feel like i just got over it but now i use like the cerave or yeah oh i, I heard that's a good one too are just base um good ones and everything you can honestly mm-hmm. like use both of them they're pretty much formulated the same way yeah they're mm-hmm. like formulated so that they don't interfere with like active ingredients in your other skincare Products. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, See, I, w- I took a deep dive over the summer into skincare. Okay. No, I need <laughs> no to do the same. That. I need to do the same because I love this. And again, I'm taking mental notes. I'm for real, for real, gonna go follow that girl on Twitter. Like, you no should. joke. You really <laughs> Listen, if you need any tips or more people to follow, just let me know. Okay. Because okay. <laughs> I got fed up with my skin. I felt like nothing was working. I was like, I really need to take this serious. And like, my confidence definitely improved since I've been taking care of my skin too. I love that. Love that. I have a very extensive list of things that I use um, just because my skin, again, is a constant battle. 
but one of my favorite things in the world is um, Tony Molly. Oh, I've heard I of get them. a lot of my stuff from them. But they have this Wonder Ceramide Mochi toner that Ooh. smells amazing. Oh, that's so cute. It also um, sounds like, delicious. Like, I know you're not supposed to mm-hmm. eat it, but like, mochi. <laughs> yeah, mochi toner. I want to yeah, get a bite mochi, of that. Like, it's a mochi I'm toner, saying. Um, because I Ooh. can't use alcohol on most of my mm-hmm. um, face just because of the mm-hmm. eczema, it ends up flaring it up. And they also have a Wonder Rice smoothing toner. I haven't tried that one yet, but it's, again, like a milk toner, so it's a little bit softer. Mm -hmm. I used to absolutely kill myself to get the Ordinary Salicylic Acid 2% Solution, Mm -hmm. but they have been out for more than two years now. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, TikTok ran out and I cried. Oh my God. God. Two years. And it was the, that's a long time. It was the only thing that cleared up my skin. And then when my acne really, really hit a wall because I take medication as well in order to help it and nothing helped and i was so sad something similar to that it's not the same like um texture and it also like this brand is like much more expensive but if you're able to splurge you should try sunday riley because i went to ulta looking for the same thing that you just said and i think they were sold out and the lady was like honestly you should try something different because a lot of people don't use that product that you mentioned correctly too and it makes their skin worse so she told me to use like a sunday riley and I chose like the mini trial, like travel size pack. I can't remember um, the names of the products, but I think it was like a lactic acid serum that's kind of like a cream and then pump. And then the other one was like a blue serum drop. I liked it. I would repurchase it, but it is pretty expensive. I'm not going to lie. Oh, <laughs> uh, I know. Always that, the good stuff. Yeah. I know that for um, the salicylic acid, one thing that a lot of people who use the ordinary, especially if they're brand new users, don't realize is the fact that it's a very, very concentrated formula, which is why it's so cheap. Mm -hmm. So you cannot use a lot. You legit have to use like a single drop. Um, One of my favorite face masks is Esfolio, the Collagen Piggy um, Essence Face Mask thing. Those are just really nice. I like them. I know that serums and like um, enzyme masks are better because they get more into your skin, but I do like a typical like paper face mask and everything. So oh yeah, I used to mm-hmm. love those too. I don't use them as much anymore though, but they're still nice. I was about to say, if you guys have face mask recommendations, go ahead and plug those as well. Because again, <laughs> I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking in my like desk mirror right now, and I'm like, God dang it, <laughs> just I need to improve it. So. <laughs> these aren't exactly like a mask itself but you should really get if you get like like pimples that are painful or that get pus you should do pimple patches or like the hydrocorloid patches because it just you cover the pimple so you don't Mm -hmm. pick at it and it also kind of like draws out the impurities to the surface oh yes i love those so much i I love those wow do you guys like okay typically like this stuff that you guys are talking about do you guys order offline or is it at ulta Sephora. Okay, cool. I usually, um, like, so the Claire's, I get that through Wish Trend online, and it comes from Korea. And then mm-hmm. other stuff, I'll get from Ulta. Okay. Or sometimes Bet. Target. Right. Um, there's Bliss. is like, a pretty mm. good brand, I would say. Oh, yeah. It's, like, a Bliss is, like, an up-and-coming brand. Yeah, they're at Target. 
Oh dang, I saw that at Walmart actually. Oh really? Well you said blush. blush. I think it is. Oh yes, yes, yes. it's at Walmart yeah. now. I it's at Walmart Ooh, now. That's dang. Cool. I wish I would have bought it. I came so close to buying it, but I was like, it's nine dollars for this little bottle, but it's nine dollars for the bigger one. Like let me let me get the bigger <laughs> one. So it's the same price, but oh, god dang it, I just re upped on my toner and stuff. Dang. <laughs> I usually get my stuff from TJ Maxx for Espolio oh, because nice. they currently don't sell to the United States um, via their online platform. But everything else I always get from Tony Molly. Their rice products are absolutely amazing. Um, specifically, their I'm Real sheet mask um, in I'm Rice. It helps to clear your skin, and they have a bunch of different options where you could get like different combo packs for whatever you need. And it sounds weird. And it might just be like an Asian thing, but like snail extract. Oh my god, yes. So I've heard about works that. Really well. Definitely. Okay, um, you should try the Cozarex snail. The snail mucin? Yes. Oh that gosh. no, that actually really works. Like I used it when I was like in high school and my skin was like peak horrible. And it was like it really helped. It helped a lot. I think if I reused it now, it would be probably work even better i feel like in high school no matter what you do you still get bad yeah, skin so it's just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah but for me my three favorites um i really love like i worship crave beauty so much if you have fungal acne though um this is not the brand for you because it is um not very good for fungal acne but i love their uh great barrier relief because that helps that has helped my hyperpigmentation so much and whenever my skin just feels really dead this really just like moisturizes it and everything um obviously the claire's facial toner so i'm not going to mention that in my favorites but i love the um sunjung 2x barrier intensive cream that cream is so moisturizing. It might not be the best right now for the summertime, but this also saved me in the wintertime when my skin was literally like dying from the heaters and everything. So definitely recommend that if you have really dry skin. And um, I guess like a cult favorite would be the Ordinary Niacinamide. Yeah. Is that the also, facial? I'm sorry, what was that? Is that the vampire facial? Thing. The vampire facial? What is that? Like, there's one product by The Ordinary that goes on red, and it's oh, a peeling that, mask. It's the BHA. That, like, oh. Yeah, that's the BHA peel thingy. Yeah. I've actually never tried that, because I would never be able to find it. And I also I heard that that, like, really damages your skin. Earlier. Yeah. I think I got confused yeah. with the other Ordinary products on mm -hmm. Shopping but, really but one product oh. that I really want to <laughs> shout out, I'm sorry. Um, what... Okay, so in high school, I had like really bad skin and on top of that, I would put on so much foundation that I had like, that I would like, you know, make my skin even worse. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I actually, freshman year of like college, I started actually using Curology and let me tell you guys, not sponsored, but Curology really works. Like- Okay, really? It, no, it actually really works. Yeah, I like my got skin. The yeah, my skin was so bad, and it actually cleared up my skin like after maybe like a month of using it. And also, my roommate at the time, she 
was doing, she did the keto diet in high school. And one of the side effects of doing the keto diet when you like stop it and you eat carbs again is your skin can get horrible. Like she's, she never had bad skin before. Like she never had a pimple in high school, but then, um, in college she had like crazy cystic acne all over her face but she also used the um curology with me and her skin like literally like cleared up if you saw the before and after pictures you would just be shocked so curology really works but it definitely stops being effective after a certain time but oh. if you suffer from really bad acne then i highly recommend it oh my gosh do you guys from Sorry, really quick. Oh. <laughs> another mm -hmm. brand that I liked is Innisfree, and then another like product. Yes, Innisfree. The vitamin E supple face mask. It's like a jelly consistency. Oh my god, I have that. Up. Yes. Yeah, it's so nice, especially if you have really dry skin and you mm -hmm. can just like layer um, a lot of moisturizing products on it. Korea just it. does skincare right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do you guys remember Proactive? Yes. Did anybody <laughs> yes. ever use it? My mom did, and then she tried to make me use it, and I hated it because, again, it's like what Sabrina was saying in high school, like nothing ever works. So I've tried Nux, Proactive, <laughs> Michael Todd when that was like big. I'm too scared to use Proactive. Same. Yeah, Somebody told me it got worse. Oh, yeah, I don't even bother. <laughs> you like, said it again? Always, it really depends on how bad your acne is. Because, like, mm -hmm. when you have severe acne, um, and on top of eczema, there are some things that you cannot use that work for other people, but that just cannot work for you. So mm -hmm. I tried to do Curology, for instance. They wouldn't accept me because I get rashes oh. everything. Um, oh, that sucks. So I could not get any of their products because they did not want a lawsuit. Um, even oh. when I go for like laser hair removal and everything, I could not go when I was on doxycycline because they did not want a lawsuit. Um, wow. I tried a proactive, but the main ingredient in it is alcohol. I am apparently allergic partially to benzoyl peroxide, mm. even though it's one of mm -hmm. the greatest things that you can use for acne. Eczema hates it. Um, I even have like photos of how red my skin would get and like it hurt to cry. It was oh really my bad. god. So like I can only use like very, very simple products and everything and even like my face masks as much as i love them i can only do a couple at a time man wow. you know that's crazy shaolin i always thought you had like the best skin ever <laughs> i did not know i did not know there was so much trouble into getting such perfect skin skin is so complex <laughs> mm -hmm. and expensive and yeah, it's also just, like, individual and everything, because each person is going to be different, so, like, yeah. saying that, like, something fits for all skin types is, like, quite frankly a lie, and also mm -hmm. just, like, maybe this is just me, but I think internally all of us make it seem a lot worse than it actually is. That's true. Because acne ultimately is just temporary, hyperpigmentation is also just temporary, and, like, as long as you keep on working towards it and you still keep on living your life, it's not going to be the end of the world if you have like a couple of pimples.